What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Cut to the Chase podcast. I, uh, I'm so happy to be here. It's been a, uh, a little while. You know, we, uh, I uh, did some traveling. I'm going to be talking about that. Uh, before I even get to everything today on today's episode, I want you to make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. We have some new subscribers. I've been noticing that we've, uh, we've gained some new subscribers, some new listeners. I appreciate you guys. If, uh, if you guys have YouTube, which I'm sure everyone does, if you have a phone, just go to Cut to the Chase. That's number two. Um, hit the subscribe button. It's free. It helps out the podcast. And um, if you're on Spotify and uh, all these other um, podcast platforms, just put my podcast in there and it comes up. Hit subscribe. Like if you want to share it. That's cool, too. People get to know what we're talking about here. Sometimes I don't talk about nothing. That's usually... I'll say probably eighty percent of the time I'm talking about absolutely nothing. Twenty percent is meaningful. <laughs> um, but yeah, now they're back here at Beacon Street Studios. Shout out to Beacon Street Studios. Um, before we get into the podcast, let me plug in some uh, some shows. Uh, I actually uh, have a weekend in end of April, April twenty eighth, twenty ninth weekend. If you guys are in the New England area, Providence, Rhode Island, I'm coming for you. I'm at the Comedy Connection, hosting the Comedy Connection that weekend uh, for Matt McAllister. Uh, I believe that's the headliner's name. I probably should know his name if I'm, since I'm going to be working with him. So uh, I'll have our producer fat check that. Um, if I said the headliner's name wrong, please. It's only because we were just able to like legally read like this century. So, um. But yeah, we'll be at the Comedy Connection April 28th, 29th weekend working with Mr. Headliner that weekend. And it's going to be fun. Make sure you guys come down and uh, support us <laughs> in that journey of uh, trying to be funny. That's that's really what I'm trying to say. And um, tickets are on uh, my Instagram and uh, you know the direct link, Comedy Connection Rhode Island. Go there and uh, come down to a show. I'm going to host the shit out of that show. And... Actually, let me let me retract that statement. Um, I will never, ever, ever say that ever again. I'm gonna host the shit out of that show. Ugh. Ugh. The the manufactured excitement makes my bones like eerie. It just you know because I know like it's not what I'm like norm what I normally say, but sometimes you gotta spice things up a bit, jazz things up, as they say. Um, I want to give a big shout out to the Drake Police Department for having me a couple weeks ago. I was hosting that show. It was a great, great fundraiser for the Drake Police Department. It was for the Unity Police Tour that they have, um, I believe, every year. Um, they brought me back again. Shout out to Corey Rodriguez, my boy Corey Rodriguez. Guys, make sure you check out Corey Rodriguez. Great comedian. I work with him a lot. You guys, if you do follow me, I'm sure you guys know who he is. And uh, I did a, I hosted a show for him. He was headlining, and I was hosting the fundraiser. A lot of great people. A lot of it was a great time. And uh, I have some pictures up on my Instagram. I'll be putting those up. Uh, shout out to Jeff from After All Audio Production doing that for us. So um, yeah, guys, and he's a dope, dope photographer. If you guys are in the New England area, hit him up at After Audio Production. Uh, After All Audio Production. I apologize. Um, so yeah. Want to say shout out for Drake at Police Department for having me again. Um, I can't wait for this Providence show. Um, I'm actually got. I, I'm. I feel very, very rejuvenated. 
Um, I drank a lot of water today. I'm fasting today. I haven't ate anything. Um, I feel like fasting is good. You know, you cleanse out the, uh, you know, all the, the calories that you ate the night before or over the weekend, which was, uh, whew, what a weekend, by the way. Uh, I actually just came back from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, I've never been to Baltimore, Maryland, guys. And uh, I will tell you this. It was a very good time. I went down there. Saw a show, went down there to go check out Donnell Rawlings, my boy Donnell Rawlings, Ashley Larry. Uh, what a fucking just a great, great comedian, man. I mean, that guy is like, he he just knocks the roof off. Like, he just like, if you want to talk about killing, like when I say killing, you know, a lot of comedians will say, you know, oh, yeah, I killed or this person killed. And usually about 50, 60% of the time, I'm like, hmm. It, they did good, but I mean, there's like levels of killing that I feel like is just from for for some, or it's just unattainable. And I think <laughs> Donald Rawls is definitely one of those guys where the room shakes, you know, when he when he goes on stage. But shout out to Jason Steinberg, uh, appreciate you, Jason, uh, Donnell's manager. Uh, appreciate the tickets, appreciate the love. Um, it was a good time. Uh, it was. Uh, I went to the Baltimore Comedy Factory, you know, um, which was pretty cool. I will say this: the show did not start on time. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't start on time. For. I don't really know why, but I could tell you aesthetically probably why, that it was that the reason why the show didn't uh, didn't start on time. Um, it was interesting because the security guard at the comedy club when I first got there. You know, the line was like pretty much out the door. You know, for for a lot of you guys who don't know how comedy clubs work, when you have a first show and a second show, um, if there's a second show, pretty much with the, if the first show didn't end yet, you have to wait till the staff turns over the the room, make sure the cl- tables are clean, uh, the checks are you know paid. So there's a long line usually, and then I'm just like, oh my god, the show's supposed to start at nine thirty. We didn't actually get in there till like probably like maybe. I don't know, 11, 6, 11, 58, just around. <laughs> it, was, it was a little while, but it was interesting because the, the security guard came up to me and was like, hey, man, are you a preferred like guest or you know a general mission guest? And I'm like, oh, this guy's trying to test me here, you know? And obviously, I gave him the only answer that I, that I would give, preferred, bitch. I didn't say bitch, but I said, I didn't say bitch. Like in my heart, in my soul, I wanted to be like, bitch, but didn't come out. So I said preferred, right? So I go and get the tickets that, you know, that it was uh, left at the will call. I go and come back. I don't know what preferred guest actually meant. <laughs> you know, in my mind, I thought like, hey, if since you got like kind of, you know, you're a guest of the comedian or you're a guest of the you know, the production, you kind of, or, you know, by default, you kind of have like the little, get the little hookups, you know, you get the little cut in the line, you get the, you get asked what you want first, like appetizers, you know, little things, you know, simple things. So he goes, Hey, your preferred guest, right? And I was with my friend, DJ 411, shout out to DJ 411. And he, and I'm like, yes, of course I'm preferred, you know? and he started walking, right? And there was other people with us. So I'm like, oh, these are probably VIP people that are on the list. And he, and I'm like, oh, shit, we made it, right? We, we cut this line. Like, we're almost at home, bay, at, uh, home plate. 
And as soon as we get to the elevator, this fucker turns around and he's like, can I just check your ticket? Just make sure. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm not preferred. This is reg. This is regular. This is a regular general mission. And he's like, yeah, you got to go with the other line, the, the, the general mission line. I'm like, yeah, you didn't have to say it though out loud. So everyone could hear it. You know, you could have like just leaned in and be like, Hey man, you just gotta go. It's, you know, I'm sorry, but you know, it's the other line. You're in the wrong line. You know, this guy wanted to like embarrass me in front of everybody. He was like, no, the preferred is, is, is like, it's a color coded ticket. You have the regular general mission ticket. And I was like, you know what? I'm in Baltimore. You know, there's a black church right next to the comedy club. I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to be a better man. I'm just going to eat this loss and I'm just going to go into the regular mission line. But I can assure you that I have that guy in my rear view mirror when I come back to that uh, comedy club. I don't even think that's the right saying, what I just said, rear view mirror. But I think you guys know what I'm saying. Next time I go to that comedy club, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I holler at my boy for uh, kind of embarrassing me in front of uh, all my black people. That's fine. Oh, dude. I was just like, mm-hmm. always want to put us down. You know, I can tell you this, man. Black comedy clubs, urban rooms. Woo. If you're a comedian, boy, you better have some jokes. <laughs> you better have some jokes, boy. You better command that stage because if it's not funny, they're not laughing. And they're going to keep eating and talking. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is this is great. I love this shit. Uh, but all in all, in summary, the comedy show was great. Donnell, appreciate you. Thank you for the tickets. And uh, and just a good time at the comedy club. I uh, stayed at a very nice hotel. Uh, that was good. Um, you know, I, I travel. I travel. I like to travel good guys. I like to travel and, you know, with comfort. I like to stay in really nice hotels. Um, one thing really bothered, bothered me, though, about the hotel that I stayed at. And uh, I'm sure, like, Nikki could, uh, you know, <laughs> he could add to this, what I'm about to say. So, Nick, I'm going to tell you something. So, you know which hotel I stayed at. Sure. We don't have to mention it. But I stayed at a really nice hotel. And I don't know about you, bro, but if you are a doorman, Mm-hmm. At the at a hotel, sure. We'll say the Ritz. We'll say the Ritz, right? If you're a doorman at the Ritz, right? Very nice, prestigious hotel. Everyone knows what the Ritz is about, right? The brand, right? Yeah. Do you feel that the doorman should know pretty much a general basis of what's around the city? Mm-hmm. Right. Depending on how old he is. Okay. Yeah. Now, I disagree. Actually, with that, I don't give a fuck how old you are. I think once you apply for a job, especially a front door guy, you should know pretty much generally about 80 to 70% of what's going on. Yeah. Locally, that's surrounding that hotel. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Right? Now, I go and I ask the guy, hey, yo, what's like a nice uh, sushi place to get some sushi food? Right? The brother goes, shit. Guys, I hate to say it but the brother was like yeah man i know it's um ah 
shit. Yo, 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 uh, yo, Dre. Yo, what's that spot that we what we uh that's you know that spot? You know that spot? How disappointed were you at this point? <laughs> I wanted to take out my phone and go instantly on fucking Yelp and take a picture of this fucking guy and write the most ridiculous review. And I'm just like, all I'm asking is a basic, simple question. Where is a good sushi, a good spot? sushi spot? I'm not asking you for your, like, where's the... You, you know. know what? Five blocks down here is it's called Uni. I'm, I don't remember which street it's on, but if you look it up, it's Uni Sushi. Boom, done. You have a name, you can find it. I don't. I think you should know every single street. Yeah, I think you should old know school. Doorman. Old school. Yeah, bro, what's so hard about it? Just know your job. Different know age, different your job. Yeah, we're in a different. We're falling apart, man. Know your job. Just know. And I, I'm not a prima donna, bro. I just want you to know the basics. The basics of things get you so far in life. If you could just know the basics of things, you can do so. You could you could do well, you could do well, you could do fairly well, right? And if he doesn't know the, the 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 best sushi place, or you know, I could figure it out. But point me in the fucking direction at least. Yeah, Get, meet me in the middle. Especially if you're luxury. See, see, that's where I'm like, yo, I don't mind. Like, whatever, you go somewhere, you're at the Sheridan. They're not gonna know anything. They don't want to be there. <laughs> they don't want to be there. No, they're not gonna. They don't eat sushi. You probably don't even eat sushi. Imagine working for a person named Sheridan. <sighs> Imagine just being like, hey, I got to ask Sheridan, my boss. Ugh. Ugh. Fucking name. You go, to the, you go to the Four Seasons. You go to the Ritz. You go to the St. Regis. You know what you're getting. I'm expecting a ride to the sushi place. Do you, hey, you want a house car? I'm expecting... Do you want a, a house, house car? A yeah. house car is... <laughs> I'm not comfortable with that. I'm bougie. I'm, I'm bougie when I travel. I want a house car. But I think there's a level of... So I'm more concerned with the with the comfortability this person had with you oh to be God. like, hey, uh, what what's the name of the... It's like, go walk over. I can explain that. I can explain why he did that. You may not know this. I think I do, but I didn't want to make an assertion. Why don't you go ahead? Black people have a very instant, innate connection of language when we don't know each other. There's a there's a kinship there. There's a kinship there. Do you do the head nod? All the time. Yeah, okay. That's the um, universal um, kind of like, yo, like, we good? If shit goes down, we know that we're here together, which I think is great. Yeah, yeah. Because Lebanese people don't have that. Unless we're in an Uber together and we see each other's last name. That's the only time. But like... Right. So I guess there's... So there was an instant thing like, yo, this guy, you know, yo! You know? Like, hey, what's the... What's the... And as soon as I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> because once he starts doing this, you know, and then they start asking his friend questions, his coworker, it's like, now there's a now there's a summit. Yeah. <laughs> now, now it's a TED talk. Now it's a fucking TED talk. From a question of just raw sushi, spicy tuna, by the way, if you guys ever want to take me out for sushi, you always have to order a fucking rolls of spicy tuna. Spicy tuna, yeah. Yeah. 
it becomes from a, just a basic question, where is a sushi place, to like, oh, I don't know where it is. Let me ask my coworker to then becoming, hey, do you know what this place is? To be then becoming, no, I don't remember what this place is. Let's ask another person. Then it becomes this whole fuck. I'm like, dude, by the time you guys figure it out, I'm already back at the hotel. Like, I don't even want to, like. You're like, just give me the regular service. Give me just regular service, dude. <laughs> and basically, what I want to say, you guys, and this is actually, fuck it. I'm just going to get, this is the cut to the chase point of the show. If you have a job, try to master the job as best as you can. It's good. It it propels you to kind of have an ambition to want to be proactive. Do other things good. Yes. Right? If you do the shitty thing good, then you'll do the thing that you really want to do even better. That's how I've succeeded so far. I never do things good, guys. <laughs> Like, but I know enough. I can concur. You know that, right? Sometimes I need a little little push. But but you're right. I think what's I think the funniest thing about that whole thing is that you're just like, can you just give me regular service? I don't need the inside track service. I don't want to like see how you come to the conclusion. No. Just say, wait one minute, sir. Go get the thing. Come back. Give me the give me the recommendation. I, I just want you to know that I just want you to know the answer to the question that I'm asking. Yeah. Relative to what your job entails. Yeah. If I came to you, Nick, and I was like, hey, who wrote Malcolm X autobiography? Don't know. And I would be like, Malcolm that, X. That makes sense. <laughs> was, was, right. answer, You'd be right. You'd who be was like, Malcolm X? Was it Malcolm? <laughs> Right? Most likely it probably was. I don't know. But by the Oprah way, you should, you should read that book. It's actually it's really good. good. Yeah. Um, I probably should read it first. <laughs> for many reasons, by the way. For, for many reasons why I should read like, this book. It's very good. Pause. I should probably read it first. It's great. Know your job, guys. Please. That's all I'm saying. Um, but aside from that, he was lovely. We wish him well. We wish him well. Um <laughs> Brought my bags up. That was good, you know. Um, got my car up on time. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. That part was like a little, little like, come on, guys. Let's. You're the doorman. This is. You're the face of this building. You are like the first line of defense. The first line of like, you know, know your shit. Mm-hmm. Just, just know your shit, guys. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take that long. Right now, he's probably on Pornhub. On his break, you know, instead of being on Pornhub, just go and be like, hey, what's like the top sushi places in Baltimore? Let me write it down. Let me have it in my little card. Let me have it in my little pocket, you know? So if someone asked me, oh, boom, 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 I got it, mm-hmm. you know? Sorry, had to go on a tangent. I mean, I just, you know, I know how you I know how you are with service and how I feel like we could have connected. We had great service. You took me out to dinner. Oh, yeah. We went for your out birthday. To, you took up from, you know. From yeah, we my, went to a steakhouse for your birthday. Yeah, we did. That was an experience. Now, first of all, Nick is a great fucking person to go eat with. I just want to let you know that. That deserves a clap. Thank you. You are. You're very, very pleasant. Mm -hmm. You're you're not loud. No. You're not loud. You know people that is like loud. I don't like loud. Do you like loud now? No. I fucking hate loud. No. I can't sit with loud. If you're loud, if you're louder than the music. Oh. That's playing at the bar. Yeah, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. 
there's a lack of connection there. You, you don't understand your environment, which means you're a crazy person. There's an aspect, there's something in you <laughs> or you're, or you're just, you don't care. Guys, that's a, that's, if Nick was a doctor, that's a basically every, how he would write all his yeah, diagnoses yeah, for yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. He's crazy. Manic outbursts. <laughs> He's crazy. Bipolar tendencies. Yeah, you're a crazy person. <laughs> we wish you well, but you're a crazy person. Yeah, I, I try to be pleasant. It's an experience for me. I like I it. like going out. I like g- going out to dinner. Uh, it's one of the few things I enjoy in life. <laughs> it's, Which is great because... Because I can control everything for the most part. Yeah. I can control kind of the experience that I'm having. You want popovers? Let's get popovers. I noticed that. You 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 like to like take over... You It's not like a takeover... Like, hey, I'm the guy. I'm the man. It's more of like, hey, man, you guys just relax. I got this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's you just, hospitable. It's hospitable. Yeah. yeah. You make people feel at ease. And I, I appreciate that. Um, cover the bill. That's always good, too. Sure. Um, I ordered. You say, hey, what do you? And you, by the way, you're like, you know, some people, there's some people say there's like kind of like an etiquette to like sure. ordering if someone else is paying. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people say, well, if you're someone's taking you out to dinner, right, you generally don't want to order the most expensive thing on the menu, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of want to stay within the lines, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe order the third or second expensive one or something, yeah. right? Me, I'm like, I didn't pay attention to any of those rules. Sure. I ordered the most expensive steak. Well, and, I suggested it. And you suggested it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's go with the steak. And I was like, I had the filet mignon key. I don't think I don't think there was gnocchi on top of it. I think it was just the filet mignon. Did I just combine gnocchi and filet? You together? did. I think you secretly wanted pasta, and you saw mignon, and you were like, "Oh, that's I'm gonna get gnocchi." Well, an Italian served the steak. I think she was from East Boston. Yes, <laughs> I think Deborah so, was from East Boston. So there Shout was an Deborah Italian. There was a gnocchi. Boston chops. There was a gnocchi in there. Somewhere. No, so you got so we so first of all you arrived and you did one of my favorite things what where, did you I do? Sa- where you said here and you were nowhere to be found because I was at the hostess table already. I do say that. Yeah. Well I know why you do it, and let's just say it's it's something that I think is an opportunity area for you. Here. Shut up. I'm standing there like an asshole. I'm like at the hostess table. I'm like, okay. Oh I, I'm here. Okay. I'm already here, and you said that you're here, but you're not here. Let me unpack that. Sure. You're right. I'm wrong. Proceed. You arrive in the middle of a phone call. You arrive on the phone. Yeah, I was on the phone with Godfrey. Okay. Because, like, Godfrey's, like, telling me about, like, something, and I don't know. I forgot what we were talking about, and then I text you, I'm here, but I didn't know that here means, like, you need to be inside here. (laughs) I'm, like, outside here. So, <laughs> okay, fair enough. I was like, so is it technically like not like semantics, but I get it. Okay. Which is fine. <laughs> These are not things. See, not big deal see I know you now. So I'm like, okay, fine. This is great. If I didn't know you, that would be the last night you ever saw me. <laughs> if I'm a producer or an agent who's like trying to like sit with a comic and they're like, oh no, I'm here. And they're out on the phone with Godfrey. I'd be like, "Yeah, you're up, buddy." 
Ah, never well, again. Well, I'll cover you, the meal still. We'll yeah. have a good dinner. Well, you would actually lose a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You'd, you'd be like, you get, I feel like you're impulsive. You make like impulsive conclusions without really like stepping back and re- assessing the whole situation. Nick is the type of dude like, oh, yeah, we got a talent guy that I'm probably interested in representing. Oh, he's late four minutes. He said he was here, not Done. here. See Done. ya. Nope. Fuck out of here. Four months later, I'm fucking selling 30 million. Like, there's, there's, there's five million comedians in. <laughs> in the united states i don't need i don't need to waste my time but you know with you it's like okay he's he's managing a phone call he's this is i'm not sure if he's been here before like he's figuring out i don't even know where the fuck the the front door looked like a like like closet honestly i've been there four times it took me a a solid 45 seconds to locate the front door of this fucking yeah how about making the door look like a door instead of a fucking bedroom closet so fine it was fine because i i had actually been there for 25 minutes before that i was at the bar just sitting relaxing having a having a drink of water or whatever intel intel i I had a nice they had nice sodas there i love a place that are like we don't have diet coke and i'm like oh you fucking but we do have local sodas I'm like, All right, I'll do one of those, three three of those later. So you show up, mm-hmm. place is bumping, a lot of people. It's a vibe. I like steakhouses because it's you know it I'm not gonna there. do the Tim Dillon rant, but like it's yeah. very much that. It's yeah. it's a good good uh, music. Consistent people are you know there's mm-hmm. some there's some you know devils that are there, just some horrific people, and then some great people. It's a mix <laughs> of that is why I like it because there's like people that are stealing from people, you know, and then people that are just working for those people. First of all, you said like. There's straight up devils that go to devils. a steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. You're devils. I've never. Monsters. Heard, I've never. I haven't heard like that phrase since 1987. Yeah. That's a, like a, like a, that's a, like a Catholic like priest ghouls like that's a mid yeah. that's a medieval statement <laughs> it's like a protestant statement yeah 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 so so you see those types of people there and i'm sure you've you know walking through probably picked a couple out where it's just like oh they're you know yeah. they're into real estate and by real estate they're into taking people's money and then going to eat steak with it <laughs> so we sit down they put us I'm, I'm glad they put us in what i felt was like a good. I thought it was a good area, a good seat. It was fine. The fucking fine place was fine. Right. I yeah. thought. I thought yeah, so. It was fine. I liked it. It was in between like uh, some very um, diverse group of beige people. That was well. Good. It's funny because you you spoke into existence diversity, which I thought, <laughs> which I've never seen before. We sat down. We ordered. Like the food was good, mm. but I could see you kind of looking around, mm-hmm. being like, you, you lean back and you look at me and you go. Yeah, it's a lot of white people. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is. Nick's like, yeah, how's the butter? Yeah, there is. <laughs> I think. Try the bone marrow, though. Yeah, try try the, the bone marrow. The oh, bone marrow is good. Fuck. But then after you said that, um, a, 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 a black family sat next to us, and I thought that was wonderful. Didn't even notice him. Okay. Didn't even notice him. I guess it was just me. <laughs> Didn't even notice him. You sure it was like they were. It like, was a man and his uh, and his daughter. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, inclusion. And then so we order, and yeah, no, I thought you did a good job. I think I'll never, I'll never, I will never ever order. Which I, which I like the suggestion. But whatever the fuck that bone marrow was, yeah. Like, first of all, 
I don't even know if this should even be like has it has that been like like approved by the FDA like serving that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like what the fuck is bone marrow? Bone marrow is like one of those things that really wealthy evil people discovered where they were just like, you know what would be good? After we kill the animal and eat all of its flesh, yeah. Let's crack the bones open and suck out the marrow on the inside of it. It's like some medieval shit. Like my I'm used to a different type of like bone marrow that's because where I'm from we actually do that. Yeah. Like I've no like my mom and my dad like they would there was there were dishes where they had the bone and had the bone marrow. Sure. You know, but it was like cooked a little different, you know? Probably seasoned a little different too. But I would say black. So it was it like it had like a had a certain seasoning to it yeah. and I would just for 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 like all my life, when we have those dishes, my mom, without hesitation, waits to the last part. That's the best, yeah. To suck the shit <laughs> out of this fucking bone marrow from the bone. I yeah. mean, it's like my mom, I don't know why I'm talking about my mom sucking the fucking bone marrow like this. <laughs> but I'm just trying to ex- describe like what, how she, like how the sound. It's, it's a like, thing, dude. It's, it's a like, whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not only does she like suck the shit out of the bone marrow, she taps it yeah. at the end. Like, nope, still more, still more. Yeah. I didn't get any of that like feeling from that like. Well, bone for, well, first of all, this is a different kind of bone marrow. I think it's 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 pre- <laughs> it's presented in a in a half in a in like a U shaped. You could spoon it out. You know, yeah. there's no sucking going on. <laughs> so. Well, I think that's yeah. you ate it. It was so funny because because Chase is sitting there and eating it, and uh, you know, after a while, you just looked up to me and you're like, "I don't really fuck with this bone marrow." It's not. It's like, like it's okay. Yeah. You don't have to eat it. You said it to me like I was your dad taking you out on the weekend. You're well, like, I, I don't want to eat this. I mean, you know, I even put the bone marrow on top of like you know, like a piece of bread with butter. Butter, yeah. No, didn't no. even uh, you know. But everything was fine. I, I forgot what we had. I had the steak. What'd you have? Chicken. Okay. Yeah. Fitting. Yeah. It's good. I can't do red meat. Oh. I love steak houses, though. Do you have sal- like like salas or something? I don't know. I just can't digest it. So I do oh, chicken. Oh, so like, yeah, it's like chi- oh. chicken and seafood. You still get great chicken and great seafood in steak houses. Probably a little healthier. It's more consistent. It's the most consistent food that you can get. Tim Dillon was absolutely right. Mm. Steak houses just do things. They might not do it the best, okay, but they do it consistently well. Dope. Which I, I'm fine with. Well, I appreciate, you know, you take me out. It was really cool. You know, we were talking about some stuff, talking about the podcast, talking about other things like we usually do. And um and I'll be honest with you, man. It's it was very um it felt good that um uh, it it felt good like to have um someone to be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna do this for you, you know. It's nice to have friends. Yeah, I don't like. I I started. I was thinking about this. Like, I'm like, damn, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. You generally have people do that. You know, mm-hmm. usually if I'm going to dinner, it's like it's for something. Sure. It's not like someone's like, hey, hey well, I'm going to take, you know, usually I'm the one that's like, you know, hosting and yeah. being hospitable, but it feels good to like kind of. To get it, yeah. To get it and um, appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I like one-on-one dinners. I like one-on-one dinners. Anything more than four people, like, like a, you know how you go on like a mm-hmm. double date dinner. I'll do that. Sure. 
But like anything more than four people at a restaurant, I'm. It gets a little. I can't handle too much, right? Because you're waiting for people to order. Yeah. Some people don't don't know how to like never been probably to a nice restaurant before. They know how to act. Yeah, it's not even like a night. I know what you're saying, but it's not even like a night. It's just I need someone that know knows how to fucking operate at a restaurant. Yeah, they're operators. They know. Right. They know. Okay, drink right off the bat. Tap water, Diet Coke right off the bat. Boom, they'll come back with that. We're putting the apps in with the mains. Or we're not. Or they don't like doing that. It's going to be a long meal. Fine. But they know how to fucking operate. And I find like, yeah, it's tough. But yeah, no, that was a good steakhouse. Boston Chops, it's a local steakhouse. Yeah, give them a shout out. They do a good job. Uh, I I thought it was delicious. We had a really good meal. And then we went out after. We went to... um, Where did we go? The W. We did. We did. Oh, yeah. We we slept out for a little bit. Nick came out after dinner. Um, he stayed approximately about 16 minutes. I'd say 30. I'm counting the train ride over. <sighs> good one. I'm counting the train ride. Good one. That's a good one. That's That counts. That Orange counts. line's looking good, people. Yeah. Nick didn't even know what the fuck. Like, he's like, I'm like, Nick, we're taking the train. He's like, oh, okay. Like, I haven't been on the train. I was like, you fucking Just walk. Take an Uber or yeah, walk. Yeah, you walk. Yeah. And, you know, um, but it was good. It was good. I um, you went to New York, right? I was in New York. Yeah, that was it. Was a good trip, uneventful. I played played some basketball. Gunshot. <sighs> now I've been telling you know real, but what what the what did you just say? Did you say? You, oh yeah. Did you say you played basketball? Uh huh. Yeah. Why in the world? I can play basketball. I, I know how to play. Don't basketball. you fucking wait. You defensive fucking, first of all, it's, 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 first of all, I haven't seen you play basketball, so I can't say you can play basketball. Fair enough. All right. Number two, what in the world made you want to play basketball after probably not playing basketball for many years? You know, you got to be fucking active. That's what I've learned this year. Jesus Christ. You got to be active. You got to move around. So I'm taking up tennis. I'm taking, I'm, I'm going to play golf again. I'm going to get back into golf. And I'm going to get back into basketball. When the, What David Goggins fucking book did you read over the weekend? I mean, it's very simple, dude. When you live in the city, I just I think I woke up and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I have all this shit at my fingertips and I'm just sitting in here making a podcast and doing nothing else with my life. I mean, podcast is kind of cool. I mean, you didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> thought we were trying to build something, but all right, well, cool. No, I was, so I played a little basketball. So, so basically. It was a light trip. Yeah, so basically, like, you kind of, you, you, what you're saying is, like, you, you had, uh, you thought about, you need something, like, f- you need some physicality in your life to keep, think, keep moving around, something, like, different. That's the new thing for me is, like, I need to tether what I'm doing to some physical activity. So, like, if yeah. we're going, like, my buddy's coming in this weekend, yeah. we're going we're gonna to go play tennis or, or go to the gym or play basketball. You know, we're going to do something Saturday morning okay, so that when we go out, we feel good, we're, you know, lucent, we're up, we're moving. You got to fucking, you got to do it, man. I feel, well, I think you do. I mean, I did this about two years ago. I had this epiphany two years ago mm-hmm. where I said to myself, man, I'm, I'm, you know, this amount of weight, I'm not moving around, you know, I'm not thinking clearly, mm-hmm. you know, things are being starting to stack up. I'm not prioritizing my life yeah. basically. And I uh, decided that I need to s- start moving around physically mm-hmm. 
Um, so I said, you know what, I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start doing um, jujitsu. And then from there, slowly started to kind of get back to the to a, a good regiment. Yeah. You know, so I do believe that you do need um, something like physical in your life uh, as part of the overall um, pie that you should have. You know what I mean? Something physical. I think, I think, I think uh, you know, all this depression, like, there's, oh. there's people with chemical imbalances. We don't want to discount that. Whatever. Fine. Sure. Whatever. Yep. Get on medication. That's fine. Yep. But there's like like 90% of people out there that, that if they just moved, yeah, they would feel so much better about just start just starting to address the shit that's going for on sure, in For sure. 100%. You could just do that more. It just sets the table for everything. Yeah. A lot of people think like uh, fitness or health, you know, um, exercising any type of like uh physical activity is it's more of it's more to help you mentally than it actually is sure. physically and i don't know what makes people not just kind of just do it i could tell you from my personal experience it was just because of like laziness some depression a little bit maybe just um it just sucks it just sucks because you yeah, feel like i know why you, you feel like sucks. you're mobile you just have listen the world is fucking it's tough things are tough but you just have to be like, you know what? I hate doing it. Let me just walk 20 minutes. Let me start walking. Yeah. And then just, you, you just got to start somewhere. I actually suggested to my friend, she doesn't work out at all. And she does so many things. I'm like, how in the world? You're going to like, you're young now, but once you turn 50, 55, 60, it's a different fucking, you're going to be physically a totally different person. Mm-hmm. So how do you prevent, how do you prevent, how do you add more time to your life? Right. That no one actually has the answer to, by the way, right? No one actually has the answer. Well, this is how you add more time to your life, right? Tomorrow we can go. That's just how it goes based on, like, whatever happens, right? But my thing is, like, it's been proven that if you do work out, I don't know why I'm pointing that to the wall. But there's I a was wondering, chart. do I need to put a graphic up? Or? I, I don't know why I'm doing that. I just feel like this is what people do when they're trying to explain shit. Yeah. And and I just caught myself because there's nothing here to show. And you're still doing it. Right. Well, I, now I'm in it. You can't get out of it. I can't get out of it. So basically, you have <laughs> you gotta you gotta. So if you, this is so if you, you fuck around. Yeah. So if you, if you go if you and then you find out if you find out if you're here, you don't go here by not moving. So you have to move to here. Yeah. So just exercise, people. Basically. Yeah, it man. Makes you gotta you feel get good. out. It there. makes you good mental. It helps you out. I'm telling you from experience. The last two years, it's helped me a lot. So. Um, I'm glad you, you know, you started getting a little, did you get a little shot? Did you fucking, you know, what are you doing? Don't you embellish the truth. So my buddy's really good. My buddy's really good at oh. basketball. So I was like, How but good is he? where do you play? So when we, when we played, when we played in high school, so I was at Andover, he was at St. John's. I didn't play past oh, like sophomore. Went to St. John's prep? He did. Yeah. He played. He didn't play at St. John's prep, but he's very, he's very good. And so. You know, I kind of got back into the, you know, in high school when you hang out with a high school buddy. Well, your fucking high school buddy went to goddamn Notre Dame. Yeah, McDonald's American. Yeah. 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 So when you say good, I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out like where is good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm he, not saying he's not good. But he's I'm good if we were doing an open run at the YMCA. So let me ask you this. Is he is he good enough where if I lined him up and I'm captain, if you're on, if you're one of the options to pick and he's the option, am I picking him first or you? You're you're picking him first because you if you've seen him play, if you didn't see him play and you just looked at the two of us, you'd probably want to pick me. No, no, no. I, I definitely would pick him. Well, fair enough. 
I can tell. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we wouldn't be guarding each other, given the height difference. I feel like I would be on the low block, and you would be, you know, very. I've guarded everybody. I've guarded far up. On I've the, guarded everybody. I've guarded guys five five to all the way to six seven. But it was good. It was fun. And, you know, we played horse, play one-on-one. Like, it was, it was a good time. I, You know, New York for me, like, those light weekend trips in New York, it's just it's you good. come back feeling really good. I came back like, you know. That's how I felt, that's how I felt about uh, Baltimore when I went to Baltimore this weekend. Yeah. You know, these little nice little weekend trips away, not too far from Boston. You can take a nice little drive. You know, it was a six-hour drive, but, you know, I had a friend, so the time went by really fast. Yeah. Um, I went to a really cool... Um, I went to a really cool record store. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, you know, <laughs> this record store. Shout out to that. Yeah. Shout out to this record store. <laughs> you like small town? Well, Baltimore's not really a small town, but you like going to- It's a small town. Yeah. Small in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. The city of Boston. The yeah. city of Baltimore. Yeah. Um, this record store was cool. It was a little, was a little north of Boston. It was, um, it was, it's, it was the area. It, it's the art area of Baltimore, just mm-hmm. north of uh, Boston. Baltimore. I think the best way to describe it, it was kind of like, um, it was like a Somerville, yeah, like a you know, like a a Sunday market in Somerville, you up know? and coming type of thing, right? Yeah. The art area. Sure. Went to a place called the um, Golden West Cafe for brunch. Oh, good. Really good. You're doing this thing now where you make noises instead of using words. I know. I've noticed that. It's, I think I, I'm going, I just think I came to the realization I need to get back to the basics of like, you know, things. You don't even really need to like add more. I'm starting to do less is more now. I'm starting to be like, you know what? If you was like, yo, Chase, like, how was that movie? I'm be like, I'm saving I'm saving breath. I'm saving... Uh, some, would call, some would call that regressing. Just making a noise. Yo, it was good. Yo, it was... Actually, you know what? I'm on board with it. I know you are. You I like it. Yeah. At first, I didn't really understand it because I thought you were like... Yeah. Being Thomas. aggressive towards me. <laughs> when, you know, people whistle or they... <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. I um, Actually, well, that can go either way. Because I had an incident where I was walking home from the bus stop. Oh, no. Yeah. You know where I'm going with this. <sighs> Damn it. And I, I notice everything. Yeah. I'm a ninja. Okay. Low key, I'm a fucking ninja. Okay. Ninja Gaiden, bitch. 1986 Nintendo. You understand? Ever since then, when I came out, I've always knew my environment and some of my surroundings. All day. So I get off the bus stop and I'm walking home and I see this guy walking behind me, maybe about 20 yards, right? Approximately. So, you know, he's walking, but he's saying something, but oh, there's no. no one around. No. So I'm like, okay, I know what this is about. Yeah. I keep walking. Now he's, now he's going like, like he's whistling to try to get my attention, but he's not making eye contact me. Every time I turn around to see if he's actually talking to me. Maybe I dropped something. Maybe he wants to ask me something. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. So every time that I turned around, he didn't acknowledge me. I was like, all right. The next time he fucking says something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something to him. And then as I cross the street, now he's crossing the street. And now he gets louder. He's like, 
I turned around and I was like, are you fucking talking to me right now? Like, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he and he walked across the street and then, like, went the other way. Sometimes you got to pull that ninja shit out, son. Sometimes you got to pull that ninja shit out. I know. You know what I, I would have done? I would have switched him with the doorman in Baltimore. At least that guy knew. Where <laughs> you know where the nearest sushi restaurant is? Yeah. I know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Down the block. That's two blocks to the left. Yep. Past the Whole Foods. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm there. There it is. I don't know, man. Well, Baltimore is good. Baltimore I like travel. The record store was good. I went to this cool record store. That was yeah. good. You know? Traveling's Old vinyl, fun. cassettes, you know? Remember cassettes? Oh, yeah. My first cassette was the Hot Boys tape. Uh, I don't know if it was 9,000 degrees. Is that what the... Hot Boys, like cash money? Yeah. Your first cassette? That's my first cassette tape. Was Hot Boys? <laughs> yes. Bling Bling? The Reebok skit where they try to break into the dude's house. You know what? Dude, you're full of fucking surprises, bro. I'm telling you. That's the first cassette tape. It was like yeah. Cash Money Records? Yeah. You know what was mine? <sighs> Let me guess. I want to say Sade. Good, 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 good guess. Yeah, but I think it's like. Good guess. Um, that would be my guess. I, I didn't get, know. I didn't get into Sade until later, until later, until college when Wilson's leather was around. It just, they go hand in hand. <laughs> they, they should give you a tape. Yeah. When Sade, in the jacket, when Joe <laughs> came up with butter and, and Wilson's leather came out. Yeah. That's when I got into Sade. Yep. <laughs> What a time. I said butter. It's actually stutter. Yeah. That's the name of the song. Yeah. But the jacket was butter. Remember they used to say that? Yo, that's just butter. Um, but. I remember I remember it being a thing that was said. Not a lot of people <laughs> were saying that on the bus at Andover, going to Andover High School. They would say, yo, that's butter. I was probably the only one saying it then. You're pro- well, you had a, what, triple fat goose jacket? Yeah, like seventh grade to eighth grade. I thought I was Will Smith. Like most delusional, slightly, you know, Middle Eastern kids in, in middle school, they were like, in, in that age, in that like oh, late 90s, early 2000s. Why did you think that you were Will Smith? I shouldn't say anything. I wanted to be, I wanted to emulate Will Smith. Like better. Jordans, bum equipment jeans. Gotcha. Now I'm on board. You know, uh, polo shirt or like a rugby shirt, you yeah. know, jersey. Yeah. Uh, we'll wear leather jacket. Uh, I would I would rock farmer jeans with with like Tim's, but you know they what, you know you know what you just connected to me to now as you're saying this. You know who the fuck you could be. I'm gonna you. I feel like if anyone made a biopic documentary of the beginning of the Source magazine, you were the dude that went to Harvard. Yeah, that Benzino partnered up with. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That guy, I think his name is David something. It was like, well, let's go to the tunnel. Th- and they're like, how the fuck do you know about the tunnel? <laughs> where do you get this information? And I don't remember where I, I mean, mainly TBS. TBS was like you my. fucking piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> TBS. You got like- your black education from the TBS network? A lot of the shows on TBS network, for sure. <laughs> what? 
and what Strawberry the, Records. Well, what, what was the programming on the TBS network at that time? Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if Moesha was was on there. No, nope, that was UPN. UPN. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. UPN. So you might be sure. UPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you really wasn't. But then it switched over to TBS. Like then you started to then you started to see like kind of a mix. You know how it goes. But like Fresh Prince was my just go to. All right. Yeah. All right. So that was yeah. All right. Well, interesting. Interesting. I don't even know how we got on a tangent about that. I don't either. But that was a fun trip down memory lane. And then in high school, I was like, you know, maybe I should wear a maybe I should wear a button down. Yeah, yeah. Well, you grow up a little bit. Yeah, you and grow up you, a little. You, I will tell you that once I got into college, you know, I went from like the thug phase because I had my little thug phase, you know. Sure. Timberlands. Yep. Um, Jabos, jeans. <sighs> yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you know, triple fat goose. Mm-hmm. I was into like that. And then I swear to God, I know it like it. I know this so clearly. I knew the time period when I changed my whole wardrobe and my outlook on how I should present myself, right? When I met these two dudes from college, they were named Damien and Phil. Oh, wow. D and P, we called them, right? They lived upstairs in my dorm. I was down. I was 109 Brown. They were 209 Brown, mm-hmm. Brown Hall. These dudes were so put together at like 18, 17 years old. They never wore a pair of jeans in college. Wow. That's how like chinos, khakis. Not even, dude. Dress pants, bro. Whoa. Banana Republic, Damien, uh. right? Phil, dress pants, Milton's. <sighs> Tucked in. <laughs> he would share the shirt. With, he was an Italian, like so. He he still had the Italian, yeah, okay, tapered fucking body, yeah. Calvaricis, yeah, with a t-shirt, with a black t-shirt, with a high, ne- with a you know those. Tees, the mock turtleneck tees. Yep. That's what he wore. <sighs> Damien was like fucking, you know, into the Tristan Americas, the yeah. the fucking, you know, the Banana Republics. He was just, they just put together. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah. Like, they look like, and then, you know, I kind of was like connected to them because they brought me into a world, where I, like a fashion, like I didn't even know, you know, guests and like these high end type of things. And Man, it was a pretty, and and, they, and that's where I wore buckle. I wore shoes with like uh, the buckles on them. Oh yeah, remember the Kenneth Coles? Oh yeah, right. Did you know that I engraved the part, the metal part, with my name? I went to I Things Remembered and <sighs> I put. What the fuck are you laughing at? Things Remembered, dude. That's the best. <laughs> that's the one of the best mall kiosks. <laughs> fucking of all time. Remember things remembered? Bro? Yeah, I'm trying to get these dog tags. Uh could you put Sheila forever on these dog tags? It was the like the like the illest type of like flex, cheapest flex you can do. Can you put the Andover boys on my hat? Can you just do it? But what can you spell boys with a Z? With a Z. With a Z. Right. And they would charge you per letter. So you have they're to like no, we can't. Like no, we can't. No, do, no, sir. Right. You need to go back. I got hooked up because there was this girl, this white girl with the glasses. She was nerdy, but she had a fat ass. So she always used to hook me up because she liked me. Yeah. Because she always wanted to meet me at the Bahama Beach Club on Friday nights. <laughs> so we would change, like you know, she would get me hooked up on things. Remember shit, and I would get her in the uh, La, La, La Copas. Yeah. At the BBC. <laughs> Shout out to the palace. Rest in peace. <laughs> North Shore baby, all day represent, bitch. <laughs> It's 
you just described the scene in his fucking in a fucking late '90s sitcom about North Shore culture, North Shore high school culture. Oh yeah, if you're part, if you're from the North Shore, if you've never been to if you've never been to the Palace, you're not a North yeah. Shore. No. Yeah. So things remembered. Oh my God, that brought me back. Oh my God, I don't even know. Jesus. Oh, but I don't know. Have, do you have a passport? You travel. You're doing a lot of traveling. Yeah. Yeah, well, my plan is to do a lot of traveling this summer because, as you know, your boy is a citizen now. Yes. I'm an American. Yes. Yeah, oh, there it is. I think it's the left. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think we're good. I think it's the right, actually. A little bit more practice. Yeah, you got it. That was right. Um. So, yeah, I want to apply for my passport, right, which that's is a good. really cool thing. I yeah. know for some people, a lot of people, they're like, well, that sounds like so, like, why are you so excited about it? For someone who's an immigrant like me, dude, like you don't understand, like being becoming like an American citizen and like applying for a passport, it's like a big deal. Like, it's a very big deal. You know? I'll so. be honest, I used to think like I had a passport for my entire life. I had a passport and I would just be like, Oh, I just assume everyone has a passport. A lot of people don't have a passport. Oh. It's fucking amazing. You literally just walk into another country and show them this fucking document and they're like, Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, go in. Let me stamp it first. Yeah. Go go for it. It's wild. It opens up everything. It opens up everything. Mm-hmm. And I never, you know, so I'm, I'm able to do that now. So I'm going to apply for my passport. But I heard there's like different, now there's different levels of passport, like passport shit. You know what I'm saying? Different levels of like clearance, I heard. I heard you can, I heard you can apply for a, a passport with global entry. Oh, yeah. You should do that. When I have to do mine, I'm, I'm, I'm re-upping. I have TSA pre-check. I'm going to do that too. You should do global entry. Global entry, because I want to. That covers it, though. You just get global entry. That covers pre-check. So that that means like. Oh, it covers pre-check too. Okay. Yeah. So so my my travel setup is as follows, right? Credit card gets me in a lounge. Anytime I buy tickets, goes to like points that I can put towards more tickets. I gotta apply for a credit card. We'll figure that out. Can you, yeah. But when you go, you get TSA pre-check, which means I'm that's your credit card. Which means sure. What, which means you get to go keep your shoes on. You don't have to, like, take your belt off, take your shoes off. Why would I take my shoes off? Because you have to take your shoes off when you travel. Some places, oh. you have to take your shoes off to go through security. So this is like kind of like a VIP type of situation where you just kind of bypass the, the, the basic things. That Correct. Have to yeah. Do. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. If you get if you go to an airport and you see clear, clear is like a service that lets you cut the line. That's what I want. So you have to get that separate from pre-check. So you got to get TSA pre-check. How the f- Jesus Christ, I love this. Whoever's listening, if you're, if you're up to like renew your passport, get global entry. It's an extra 25 bucks. It lasts five years. I got that. Yeah. So TSA pre-check and global entry together, I think it's like a buck 75 for five years. I which got is, that. Which is great. I can do that. Boom. TS- okay, clear. Clear is like I think two hundred bucks, and that lasts you a year, and that gets you through the line. Okay. And then you get clear on top of pre-check. Oh shit! I feel like I'm losing people, but clear on top of pre-check, you basically walk onto the plane. Um, shit! I want all that. Yeah, I want all access. You know what I want? I want to be like Jason Bourne, where I just show up and I give him this. Drop fuck, the bag. Drop the bag, and I just want. You, I don't want you. Yep, he's here. Let him in. Yeah. No questions. Now, in a real world, that can't happen. But um, I want to get as close to that. Less talk, less stress, less people, 
let me just get to my fucking plane. So to do that, though, you have to, you have to always have your ID on you. You have to always have your boarding pass ready to present. Well, I don't know how I should take that. I'm just saying. The way you said it. I'm just saying. I feel like there's some underlining things there. Are you just saying it like just generally? Are you saying it because you think there's a kind of a pattern here? I'm just saying based on what I have observed, there could be a situation where you misplace your ID. I can't say I'm here. And it renders no. You can't give him that smile, like that look, that smile, and be like, hey, cut to the Chase podcast. I'm here. Chase, cut to two of the two. They're going to be like, you, sir, you need to leave. Yeah, you need to leave. Okay. Right. Yeah. First of all, uh, the canine, the drug-sniffing dog, does seem to be pretty active around your bag. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's, let's segue into another <laughs> subject. You know? No, man, that's good, though. That's good. Getting the passport's good. Yeah, I want to travel. I want to travel to... S- so I want to do some kind of like, um, obviously the domestic stuff, I kind of feel like I'm kind of starting, well, I always travel domestically, but I want to start traveling internationally. One of the places I want to go to, I don't know if you're interested or ever interested in this place, is Scotland. Yeah. My oh. wife was just talking about this the other day. She's like, man, Scotland looks good. I, I, something about Scotland, it, it's, it draws me. And I'm not, I don't know nothing about Scotland, mm. aside from Braveheart. Okay. And ever since I watched Braveheart, I'm like, I want to go to fucking Scotland. Yeah. Something about the eerie, um, kind of dark, medieval. Interesting. Envi- like, uh, You're into that. I mean, Oh, I'm into that shit, dude. I'm into that. See, I would do... See, Scotland's pretty... Scotland sounds kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do London. My wife and I want to go to London London's at the cool. end of this year. Oh, yeah. One of my bosses just came from London. Yeah. yeah. London, Germany, and... Yeah, I got to be honest, dude. What's up? I'm not, I'm, France doesn't do it for me anymore. I just like, it's dirty. People don't like you. Like, I don't, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be in that environment. Uh, well, guys, if I have any listeners in Paris, France. We don't. I look at the other um, ones. We don't. No, but you know what I'm saying? There's places that, like as a kid, I was like, man, going to Paris would be cool. Yeah, I'm at the point in my life, bro, I was like, I don't even get to those type of like uh, thought processes. Mm. You know, if I feel like something is not going to be interesting to me for whatever reason. Done. Um, no, actually, I, I turned the corner a little bit with that. Before I would be like, I'm done. I'm not interested. I'm not doing it. Now I have more of a an interest to actually go see it to see if it's going to change my mind. Okay. So I want to actually go experience it for myself and earn that shittiness. Because now I can say, now I can say, like, it was shitty because I went there because of this, this, this. Now you can earn it. I I like that. You got to earn shittiness. Yeah. People don't want to earn shittiness. They just want to say things are shitty. Yeah. I want to, I, when I say something is shitty, generally, it's because I already experienced the thing that I'm talking about that's shitty. One of the things I fucking can't stand is when people say, oh, that person's shitty. This place is shitty. The first thing I go to and I say, have you been there? Or what did that person do to you? So where are you drawing these conclusions from? Bro, I can't wait to go to fucking Paris and come back and tell you how shitty it was. Now I'm excited. <laughs> earn because your shittiness. Earn your shittiness. Earn the right to say something shitty. 
earn the right to say something is not good because you actually seen it. You dealt with it. You felt it. You had an experience with it. Now, what I'm saying is with some things, you're going to have to like not do that. You can, you can say like, that's not good for you. Like meth. I don't want you to have to earn no. to say it's shitty by doing it. We can tell it's shitty by looking at people. Yeah, you can make some assumptions. You can make some assumptions yeah, yeah. there, right? But generally, when it comes to like locations, social things, get in there. Get a little dirty. Yeah. Earn the shittiness. Kind of like yeah. some rocky shit, you know? Going to Paris. Going to Paris. Figure it out. You know? Go to the place that you may think is not interesting. Maybe it is interesting. It's kind of like people that say, it's kind of like generally like, well, people generally, especially in America, like they have a general, like a kind of like a thing um, about Africa. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, most people are like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, I don't know about Africa, you know? And I'm like, well, have you been to Africa? Have you been to a specific country in Africa? Because Africa is a continent, so you can't just say I went to Africa. You got to say, Did I, have you been to Tanzania? Have you been to Kenya? Have you been to Nairobi? I'm sorry, have you been to Morocco? Have you been to South Africa? Have you been to Ghana? Have you been to Chad? Have you mm-hmm. been to, you know... Each continent is all is very different, you know? So, I don't know. I feel like for me, I, now, if I have the ability to go somewhere financially, I want to, like, earn it. I want to earn that. that, that, that. I want to earn the right to draw a conclusion, an honest conclusion from something by actually sure. experiencing it, if that makes sense. Love that. You know? Um, yeah, so go earn that fucking right to say France is shitty. But I can't, there. like I said, I can't wait to come back. Yeah. Go, go eat some, you know, some food. No, go, the food's go some gonna restaurants. be good. The food's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah, there's good things there. I'm sure. Yeah, there's many things that I like. I, I love many. Well, you're big. Your fashion. I love a big. They're big on fashion there. For food. I love French food. Yeah, love French food. How about art. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'll be like honest. Museums, the, yeah, you know, the Louvre. Like, is it the Louvre? I like running through a museum. Yeah. I like going through, I like running through a museum. Yeah. Kind of like going to, yeah. A, a brisk walk through a museum. Yeah. I think London probably might be a little bit more around just knowing you. I think London's yeah. kind of a rally. But give it a shot, you yeah. know? Give it a shot, you know? You were walking around Newbury Street before we recorded? Yeah. I did a nice little, it was a nice day today. It was a nice walking day. Spring, man. Dude, I, dude. first of all, give it a, can we have a clap for the fact that we had a very mild winter this past night? Oh, no snow. No. Very, very little, yeah. No, no, we had no snow. We had no yeah, snow. Yeah, actually, I don't think we did. We had no snow at all. So now the weather's starting to get good. People starting to feel good about themselves. People are fucking playing basketball all of a sudden after 20 years. <sighs> like. Playing. Oh, you play played. Just ripping threes. Five five? Five one five? No, no, no. No. But, but it was a hard game hard, of hard twenty one in horse. Yeah, that's like a that's an old man's like yeah. like kinda like No one was guarding me, but I slapped the rebound. If you play basketball, you know what that oh, what that term is. Fucking one of those. Off the off the rim, off the backboard, just Oh, so you make no Oh Yeah. Fuck it's it. a whole it's theater. Yeah, don't go to France. <laughs> don't. They don't like. They don't like. They don't like. But that. it's that beautiful weather, man. Yeah, I walked it, man. Went to Newbury. I got a, a coffee at Blue Bottle. I got the. Um, I think it's called the Homewrecker. Ooh. No, not Homewrecker. Sorry, that's a different. That's a different episode. Sorry. 
Delicious. <laughs> um I think everything is um I do want to kind of say this and I want to talk about um uh, I know you know the last couple of weeks we've been kind of you know doing our thing you've been doing your thing I've been traveling you've been traveling um I want to give like an update to something that happened and I just want oh to and um so a lot of you guys I think if you guys listen to my podcast I I mentioned my uh you know my living situation um I am kind of living in a kind of a really cool place i'm saving some money um not right now my next check is gonna start working but um and so i was living with a roommate i had a roommate um his name's john you guys have heard of him older guy lovely guy um one of the nicest guys i've ever met and i'm not just saying that i, I genuinely mean that he was the nicest one of the nicest men i ever met and um i was in chicago uh, i think a few weeks ago about a few, few weeks ago and I got the call from my landlord that John passed away. And we found John, um, you know, and uh, he he passed away. And it was, um, and I went to his funeral. Uh, he died unexpectedly. Um, he did have some health concerns, of course. He was an older man. But I, you know, we went to his um, funeral. He had a service down in um, Sandwich, Mass., I don't know if you know where that is, Nick. It's about I think, a couple hours down, Cape, yeah. down the Cape, right? And, um, you know, my landlord, like, spoke, and I just was like, man, I, I feel like I have to say something, you know? I don't know what was going to come out of my mouth, but I feel like I had to say something just for John because, I mean, I, I mean, he's the closest guy. I was the closest guy to him in that whole service because I lived with him. I mean, the guy, I mean, his door was like five feet away from me, you know? I mean, I saw the guy fucking naked, like, you know, like walking around. Not like voluntarily, it's just because he just... It happens. It happens when you're old. Balls are, balls are just out. I did notice that. When you start getting older as a man, you, you just want your balls to be out more. All the time. You know that, right? I do that all the time. <sighs> so, John, uh, I'm at the funeral and I said some few words and, you know, I, you know... And I don't know, sometimes when, like, things come to me in the moment, I just kind of say things. And what I said was, I said that uh, this guy who was a 74-year-old man, 75-year-old guy, Irish Catholic white guy who, for some reason, like, we just had a certain, like, connection, you know? We weren't fucking, I'm just saying, like, we had, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, a, like a man, man-to-man sure. good friendship. You know, like he would share a lot of stories about how he grew up. I told him how I grew up in my culture and he was like astonished. He's like, really? You guys do that? You guys do that? And what I will say this, guys, is that um, I know for some people, I don't know how people think about death. Um, for me, I think about it. I, I kind of like internalize it. And I think about it a little bit more that I probably should have to. But what I do, what I'm trying to say is that if you do have someone that you no, and then then they leave unexpectedly. You know, I try to remember the good things about them, and what the one of the good things about John was that he re reminded me that you always have to have the will to want to. You always have to have the will. You have you always have to have will to be better. You have to have you gotta want to like get up and do things, even though you don't want to do them. You know, 
John was working full time up until he was 74 years old. You know, John had a house down the Cape. He was renting a room next, you know, where we lived, which was closer to his job because the, the Cape to his job was two hours and he couldn't do it anymore. So he was paying for a house in, in, in down the Cape that he didn't even live in. Also renting um, a room, waking up at 430 in the morning to catch the bus, the first bus at 515 in the morning to go into Boston, leave work at three o'clock, wouldn't get home to about six or seven or well, five, six or seven, whatever time he got home. And then he would just do that. And I'm like, John, you have to retire, bro. Sail off into the sunset, dude. Sail off into the sunset. And John's like, hey, man, I got responsibilities. You know, I got to I got to handle my business. And um, and me, I'm over here bitching about, you know, waking up in the morning just to go do a fucking podcast or something, you know, or, you know, going to go meet, you know, some person that I don't whatever. Just bitching about little things. And I would just look at John and him waking up in the morning, doing the same routine every day, make his coffee, leave the door open, get some fresh air, play some uh, Motown. And he just just did it. He was just a fucking man, dude. Just a, just, just a just, he was an adult. Forget about being a man. Just he was an adult. So, um, and I, um, yeah, I don't know. Just wanted to kind of share that and, um, you know, just always kind of cherish people who are in your life, you know, cherish people and, uh, show them that you care, you know, and that's all. Um, I mean, that wasn't really eloquently said, um, but hopefully. How'd you do at the, did you kill, did you connect with people or? At the uh, funeral? At the funeral, yeah. Mm, I'll be honest with you, I... You were sincere. You you did it straight. I did it straight. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I did it, you know. I did, you I did it with how kind of I feel like you should do it. Yeah. You know? Um, and then with that being said, I, um, you know, John, you know, would have wanted me to... I mean, I did it anyways, but he would have wanted me to do it too, which was like I ate all the snacks there. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, the... the the fucking spread was 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 remarkable. They just do. Um, the Irish do a great job uh, of post post funeral. Oh, uh, it was phenomenal. I mean, just brownies, cupcakes. Yeah, you know they had lobster rolls, chicken salad rolls, tuna and, salad. And really rolls. bad coffee. Oh, the coffee was terrible. Delicious. Oh, but it was delicious at the time. Love that. A lot of a lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. Well, um, shout out to um, you know Saint Parish of. Uh, St. Anthony's Bartholomew of Sandwich. I think that was the name of the church. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can tell you fucking right now, but your fucking churches are boring, though. That's one thing. Oh my God. It's the worst. Roman Catholic churches, it's just, or Irish Catholic churches, it's just fucking. It's Please stand. I don't want to fucking stand. This is the eighth time I'm standing. It's a lot of back and forth, dude. And, it's, and it smells weird. It's just old. It's just yeah. old. Like, it's like, it's like, do people still do this the way? Like, a lot. Can we put a little, like, you know, John Cicada in the background? A little. <laughs> Something. Can we, can we, can we get a little Maxwell in the back? Can a little... we put some Joe on? Can we get a little, you know, little, you know, next? Some butter love. You got that butter love. <laughs> oh, baby. 
Guys, this was fun. This is Cut to the Chase podcast, man. <laughs> At least we had fun, man. Listen, sometimes, <laughs> you know, we're getting back in the groove. You know, we get back in the groove. Uh, again, shout out again to all of us, uh, all of the uh, podcast listeners. You can follow me at Chase Abel. I'm on Instagram, guys. Make sure you please follow me uh, at Chase Abel, C-H-A-S-C-A-B-E-L. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok, too, by the way, at Chase Abel underscore comedian. That's my TikTok handle. Um, also have a website, which is I am revamping. We're going to be ramping that next week. www.chaseable.com. So please, please, you know, log on to that. I'm actually going to be uploading our podcast, the links to the website so we can, you know, get that traffic, you know, getting to the website as well. So we're moving, we're moving in the right direction. We're moving in the right direction. I always love you guys. Um, also, man, follow Nikki Neighborhoods, man. Nikki Neighborhoods. I need a little clap for Nikki Neighborhoods. Fuck yeah, Mr. Nikki Neighborhoods. He's getting his hip flexes warm and ready. He's coming to a, a black top court near you, baby. At Nikki Neighborhood's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play above the rim like at, like going out the soundtrack? I feel like that's fitting for you, you know? <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> Juicy. Nikki, have following him, guys. At Nikki Neighborhood, shout out to Beacon Street Studios. We'll be back with another episode. I got some guests um, scheduled. I got to talk to Nikki about it. Get that, get that in the books. We're going to have some really, really cool guests coming up. Again, I'll be at the Comedy Connection April 28th, 29th. Make sure you get your tickets. Please, please come. And um, I'm out, guys. You have a great week. Peace. Peace.